So I have extra special guests today. It's my sister, Danielle, and my mother, Danielle. The Daniels, if you will. <laughs> Hello to you, lovely ladies. Hello, Jules. And of course, I am super proud of my family, my sister being a heavyweight boxing champion, a world champion, mind you. And she's also a world-class or, you know, was a world-class basketball player. She's basically an elite athlete who's amazing at everything. <laughs> and she lives in Texas. And my mother, who I like to call the ultimate hype woman for us, she's always so proud and amazing and supportive and also, of course, in terms of her own achievements, has been such an amazing advocate from where we grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and having like an after-school program, as well as a summer camp for all the kids in the neighborhood. And we grew up in a pretty rough neighborhood, but you would never know that based off of like my mom and how she made it so amazing for all of us kids to go on like field trips around New York City and everything. So I'm very proud to have my family on to talk about one topic that I think a lot of people have wondered about, some have asked me, which was how does my family feel about me moving to Iceland? Or even when you think about before that, just going to Iceland, right? Because who does that? <laughs> and not as many people as you might think, even though we've had a decent amount of tourists over the years. So to start off with, the question at least I have is when I started dating Gunnar and you heard that I'd be going to Iceland. Had you ever imagined that you yourself would go to Iceland? Had this even occurred to you as a place to visit? Starting with mommy. Just to start right off the bat. First of all, originally, I didn't, I honestly had heard of a fire in ice. And it was a, um, a cartoon that I used to watch. I mean, it's, you kids were real little. And it was just so fascinating. I, I think I, we had an opportunity to talk about it at one point. It was an animation. And I love the characters. Like, they were so sleek and the entire that um, I loved it, you know. And, and, and the, the figures were so elegant. But it was, like, real ice. People were, like, um, a bluish-white. And then the fire, you know, and certain, certain characteristics, they were, like, you know, really hot-looking. And it was such an interesting cartoon, and I really loved it. Never dawned on me, though, that there, it was a place, that fire and ice was, I, they were actually describing a place. So, you know, going back to your original question, what would I, what did I originally think? A, I didn't think it was a real place um, until, you know, you said, oh, wait a minute, this is Iceland. And then I had to go to the map and look, where is that? Because when I'm thinking Iceland, now I'm thinking Alaska, the top of the earth, Greenland. I was, you know, I'm just thinking sporadically because I don't have facts. So um, then I had to go to, you know, get the, get the, um, the almanac and then take a good look at, oh, wait a minute, this is a place. And okay, now this is Jules. So there's a, straight, there's, a, there's a strong possibility that she's definitely going to go there. And um, I think I would like to go, too. I'd like to check it out and mm-hmm. see what it's all about. Okay. And what about you, Danielle? What was your reaction? I was like, well, it's not the East Village, so Jules is definitely not going to stay. <laughs> I've never heard of any food or anything from Iceland. Gunnar's the only person I've ever met from Iceland. And Jules brought him here, so... They'll be moving, you know, 
they're going to stay in New York because there's nothing in Iceland. And all right, you know, I think this is cool. She's going on a trip and she'll be back shortly to tell us that she hates it. <laughs> had you, like, had you heard anybody say about like they were visiting Iceland, any of your friends or anything like that? No, all my friends are like from the United States. Like, I said, just re- recently became popular to like people in our neighborhood because they listen to your show, Jules. Mm-hmm. Like, no one I know would even remotely go to a place that was cold. Everyone's trying to escape New York and go to like Puerto Rico or yeah. Miami. Like, the idea that you have to get your stamp stamp your passport to go see Jules was just like something so far fetched. We never even thought this was even like. An idea. Now, granted, you'd always talked about leaving the United States and you always talked about, you know, I'm moving far away. <laughs> also, in different languages. I remember yeah. you wanted to go to, like, was it Saudi Arabia? You wanted to leave oh, Egypt. It was Egypt at the time, yeah. Remember that? But just to kind of piggyback on even Danielle, because Dan had friends from Finland and, and mm-hmm. you know, it was cold there. And I don't think anybody. Dan's been around the world, so she's been a lot of places, but she didn't, didn't ever talk about living in any of these places. I did. I talked about time. mommy ignored me, but I never wanted to go to Finland because it was cold. I don't like being cold. Yeah. Right. I mean, in terms of a cold. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't. The thing I like about New York is that it has fashion. It's where I'm from. So as soon as I could get out of New York, I did. And I moved to pretty much what we call Mexico, Texas. <laughs> Yeah, very true. And yeah, the weather, in fact, right now, I think you're having like 90 degree Fahrenheit weather. Gorgeous here. I got my swimsuit. Danielle has a lovely house in Houston, which has a pool and jacuzzi and a big yard. So she's definitely living up that life of having warm weather and the ability to enjoy the outdoors. Yeah, and I don't have any money, so I won't be making any donations. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) See, such a supportive family. (laughs) she says that but she's also like a patreon member so whatever (laughs) but they both are but my mom fun fact was the first person to sign up for my patreon because like i said she's the ultimate hype woman she doesn't she doesn't just talk about it she does it for both of us she's extraordinarily supportive so i go to iceland and just for reference for people this was in 2013 that i started dating gunnar it was in may of 2013 and then that december is when I went for New Year's and I came back and was stoked. I was just like, you have to go to Iceland. I remember being like, Danielle, mommy, we have to book a trip for the summer. I heard the summer's amazing. What were your feelings and thoughts when you heard me come back and just be like, oh my God. Oh man, we were excited. We're going to shoot, we're going to Iceland. And you're keeping it. You're your head no. <laughs> I mean, this to me, a tri- this is a big trip. Yeah. This is a big trip. And, and you know, Dan, she may be at the time, she was like, yeah, okay. You know, and we, and listen, I, all being said, we all went. Yeah. We all went. It was great. It was awesome. But my biggest thing was I didn't even understand the daylight at two o'clock in the morning. I was like, wait a minute now, this is just not right. Mm-hmm having a hard time settling down to sleep because it's daylight outside. So that's when, you know, we learned about, you know, our face masks and things of that nature, which was, was extremely helpful, but it took a minute. That's for sure. That was a, a huge change for me. 
But I had a good time, man. You you really showed. He's a great host. Really, we had a ball. Mm-hmm. So I mean, to the fact that I hey, listen, I was ready to come back. It was good. And Dayo, you had been shaking your head now. So what were you thinking? Yeah, when you came back and you, you're like, oh, Iceland's great, and I was like, Jules is in love. She anywhere that this guy <laughs> like all about it, and then she's selling a snake oil. I do not want. To- <laughs> <laughs> I want to go. And like she was, mom was like, I'm all excited. I was, yes, like, oh. I was like, do you know you need a passport? And I had a passport. <laughs> I'm going to get my passport. I'm going to go. Right. I was like, all right, mommy, listen. They're not going to let you in, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you can't go. <laughs> I think, too, that in the meantime, was it, be, was it after Jules that um, Mackian came and visited us? Or was it before? That was after. Were- that was after. So Mackian is my niece, who is Gunnar's sister's daughter. and. Yeah, so that was after she met us in the summertime. So she ended up coming with her grandmother, who's my mother-in-law, to visit New York. And that was also really great. So we're going to get into the family, though, because obviously things have melded in terms of our families. But yeah, I think it was really funny because I was extraordinarily enthusiastic. And I I really wasn't taking no for an answer from either of you, because I just felt like, I felt so sure that you were going to enjoy it. And even though I had never been in summertime, something about it was just like, I know this is going to be great. Now, granted, when you did come, the weather, I think it was raining, I think when you got when you got there and a bit chilly and all of you were just like, this is summer. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. The experience, even your your wardrobe needed to be adjusted because I bought, uh, I remember bringing my raincoat and I remember also bringing um, sneakers, but the sneakers I found, that was not what I needed to, to, be, to wear. I mean, we went on a couple of adventures and, and um, the sneakers were definitely not the footwear for, for the climbing and, and so forth. I mean, I got by. My legs were in pretty good shape during that period. But, um, no, I, I really, you know, there, there is some definite um, apparel adjustments that have to be made when you come into Iceland to do walking, especially hiking, and, and honestly, to enjoy it. You, you got to go on a hike because there's some, oh, I don't, I can just go on and on about the beauty of the country. I, I'm, I'm, I'm starstruck, honestly. What about you, Dale? Well, I mean, to be fair, summer is not an accurate wet, like weather description. <laughs> just not actually snowing. I think that's how the adjustment of the season should be. It should be like snowing, just not quite actually snowing. Like, (laughs) because it's super cold. And like you say, summer to a New Yorker, I'm ready to wear some flip-flops and a tank top. We're like ready to go. And when we stepped out of the airport, (laughs) I got a dust of that not snowing weather wind, wind. Oh, oh yeah it's try to listen you try to stand outside the the if you leave both car doors open the car will go down the road <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the, car goes, the wind, wind is super so strong yeah. and if you don't have a strong core it's gonna be Moving that's it you. that's Moving it you're you done that's true we're gonna laugh at you you're gonna get hot dog mustard all over your jacket <laughs> mess but at the end of the day when i say we had so much fun the food is so good so they good. have like 
Ooh, listen, when you have you have good ice cream at the gas station, mm-hmm. you know you're at the right place because you can't get nothing but a Snickers bar that got like a roach in it in Brooklyn. Oh, oh God, <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Ice cream. I swear to God, it was milking a cow in the back, frozen <laughs> throwing up. They're like, you want this dipped in fudge? Yes, please. Yeah. So. And let's not forget the hot dogs. Oh, oh my, my goodness. So good. So good. Totally what is that? The name of the store is Hagen? Is it Hagen? Hagen. Yeah, there's a Hagen in Stavon where there's oh, like a God. stand, the hot dog stand in there. Oh, it's so good. And those little winter, those winter cookie things, those flake things that they had, those things are so, mm. like, I know if you're from Iceland, I'm not. So I've made my own words up for the things that I like in your country. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided this is what it's called in my head. And when I go pick it up, because I do not speak Icelandic, I'm like, oh, get those crunchy soft things. <laughs> and also that orange, uh, the orange soda. That you oh, yeah. Have. Apple seed. Dale loves the malt and uh, apple seed when you mix them together, too. Which is like the holiday drink. Well, called Christmas soda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're, you're basically, when it comes to palate, I think you're very Icelandic on the inside. And we yeah. love the lamb, Lord. I also like that, uh, what did they, uh, Mama Helga made that, uh, it was like a meat with jelly. It's like a jelly oh, meat. yes, that's from Oh, the, that was so oh, good. Oh, yes, that's a cold cut that she, yeah, well, and then um, she buys or she makes it? Made that reindeer meat. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, like reindeer burgers or something. Up in Venison, it was reindeer meat. Yeah, yeah. it was reindeer. Oh, that's deep. So reindeer. So he like hunted the reindeer and then made burgers and stuff from it. And it also <laughs> probably like a, yeah. Maybe. It was something totally different. It tastes different yeah. than medicine, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's a whole like you have to apply just to even be able to go <laughs> and and hunt for this stuff. I'm saying this as a plant based person, but at the time I was not fully plant based. So I, I've been plant based for what, five six years. So this is like before that time frame. So I was trying all these things as well. Yeah, and she wasn't against having bacon. Yeah. <laughs> And we also tried shark. I have a video actually of us trying the fermented shark. Remember at the, <laughs> this was horrible. It was horrible because good much took us to the flea market. Yes. And usually well. when you get the fermented shark, there, there's alcohol, there's brinavin with it, which is Icelandic schnapps or black death is what they used to call it. And while black death doesn't taste very good, fermented shark tastes worse. And depending on the level of the strength of the fermented shark, it can be very tough to eat it or put it in your mouth. It's, it's definitely, um, I don't know if I'd call it an acquired taste, but it's its not for everybody. Maybe it's the best thing to say. So <laughs> like if I could find that video, I would definitely. As soon as it, got, it came close to my nose, I was like ready to vomit. It was just like, yeah. oh. I put it in my mouth. Danielle put it in, there, in her mouth. Uh, we No one swallowed it. <laughs> we all spit it out. To start with, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I could smell it uh, roughly about three feet away. Yes. <laughs> so, because Jules is, you know, wanting to try this, we're a good family for support. If Jules is like, you know, they boil and they put them in the ground, they're really good. You can try it here and it'll taste great. Or she'll just be honest, like, it's not going to taste that great, but we should do it because everybody else did it. Mm-hmm. Be like, Okay, we'll give it a try. 
But for the life of me, that was probably one of the like I usually I mean I used to eat cheese whiz, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like certain things you I mean you see disgusting things. But um the fermented shark, it wasn't a gag reflex, my tongue swelled up and covered up my throat. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. It's like no. <laughs> it's like no, it's like, this is not going down my throat. Period. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, I I spit it out in my hand. And what's <laughs> horrible about that is when I was washing my hand, I washed my hand so many times and I had that smell on my hand all day. No matter how many times I washed my hand, it's just like at some point it did fade, but it was nasty and not a fan. But I have one question. Well, go ahead. You know, no one ever, Jules kind of told us about this, but. Yes. The hot water. water. (laughs) That's two things about the water. So number one is a lot of mistrust when you go overseas anyway, because you know, because you know, we believe everyone is out to get American some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. But it, we're wrong. But, you know, this is a thing. So you turn the water on, smells mm-hmm. like sulfur. Like and eggs, like rotten eggs. Like, well, you know, we all, it smelled like a fart. You leave the water on. <laughs> <laughs> and then on two, you go to take a shower. We're used to, like, having the water warm up. In Iceland, it comes out hot. Lava hot. Yeah, you, scolding. Your butt, cheek, skin... <laughs> That shower, turn around trying to run away. It will feel like there are spiders crawling. (laughs) 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 I mean, it's true that there is like in most places they don't have this cap for the heat on it. So if you're not careful, and people even tell you this, like, be careful, don't run it too hot. And you're like, oh, no big deal. And you're like, ah, this is very warm. Skull guard, remember that, mommy? Oh my goodness! Like family joke thing. But let's give you the other side of it, though. The cold water, oh, the best water. Mm-hmm. So tasty. Oh man, it's it just—if you—I mean, the thing about it at first, when you bring it to your nose, it still smells like eggs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have never. Rem- I don't remember that. Me, before. I always. I don't let us. If I get the water, I'm like uh, the cold water is really not. But a Icelandic water is so good. So good. Yeah, right out of the tap, and yeah. that was also just really nice too. Because again, when you go oh, back to like New York or whatever, you smell the chemicals in the water after you've been here. Because you're just like, oh wow, I get it now. People are not wanting to drink from the tap because it doesn't like it smells like you shouldn't be drinking it. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. Houston's water is very similar to Flint, so. Yeah. We have a filter. Were either one of you afraid of how you were going to be treated because of your skin color? Because all of us are of the darker complexion. And so I'm just wondering your feelings on that. And even for like me, you know, coming here when I came by myself, did you have any concerns? Yes. So I've played basketball in several countries and whenever I've come home I always talked about the good side of it I've never talked about the side where I'm obviously different from everybody who's Mm -hmm. in the town that I play for and you know I never really want that for Jules I always want to like Jules has never had a fight in her life because anyone everyone who's ever tried to mess with my sister got beat up by me I don't care how old whatever it's still to this day that still stands Mm -hmm. Dale was the only one who would fight with me. That's because she would protect me and fight with me. I know, you gotta tell me, I can't let you be soft in the streets of <laughs> In the streets where no one will fight me because they're all afraid of you. <laughs> I have an off day, you know, I never made you to have my back jewels. Like, anyway, so long story short. Oh, whatever. 
long story short, I always was like, all right, I don't know if I can fight a whole country, but, <laughs> but I'll die trying, you oh. know, and I don't to mistreat my sister, but I also knew for a fact that Guno was a good guy and mm-hmm. he but really he loves his mom too. We just, well, felt- he loves my sister. Yes, so yeah. I know for a fact he's not, and he appreciates and respects Jules, which is something that is valued. I, I think very much in our family respect is key. So yeah. he's all extremely respectful also very honest mm-hmm. so i think that there was ever going to be like an issue uh about you know race he would have been like hey fyi this would be this mm-hmm. but also it could also be he didn't want to mention it because he wants you to come so yeah. i express when you came back and you were all like very excited and like made it seem like race didn't matter me and jewel me and mommy looked at each other like really, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's like you did you bump your head or did it, one of those moments where like they brainwash no. you and I something. <laughs> and let's be clear, it's not that race does not matter here. But my experience has been like then and now has been incredibly positive. And so I can only tell that side that I know, but of course, like on the podcast and on video and stuff, I've also help to share like other people's stories who have not had the positive end of it because we can't ignore you know can't ex- make it seem as if one experience is everyone's experience because that's not fair but yeah it's it's true when i i was shocked <laughs> to be honest that his family for instance was so welcoming and good had already told me like he said he was like being truthful but i feel like when you're asking a person who doesn't experience racism are there is there racism in your country <laughs> Like they pro- they probably wouldn't even know because why would they right they're not the person who's on the receiving end of it maybe they don't interact with enough people who are like that but he had been living in the United States for what eight years so he did have an understanding about racism for sure and and definitely the dynamics of the United States but I think when it came to Iceland it was a different story yeah so in terms of with Good night. Like we mentioned, you know, his impression of it is one way. And for me, when I went there, luckily it was amazing. And then, like you said, you both of you were just like, hmm, okay, <laughs> we'll see. So, kind of fast forwarding, you know, from the moment where I convinced you to buy tickets and all of a sudden in June, being in ice in June of 2014, how was it in terms of meeting? goodness family or interacting with any of the locals okay so i have a little story and i i i'm very sure i shared it with you so we um get off the plane and we go to the duty free and i went into the liquor store um and i was just you know walking around casually looking at this and that and so forth and you were in there too remember julie you um you with me you bought um a bunch of stuff and you paid for your things Mm-hmm. You gave me like your bag to carry and you went, you were going to get makeup or something like that. And then I was, I had my items in my basket to pay for, mm-hmm. but I had your items that were already paid for in my basket. Mm-hmm. So I went in to pay for things. It was like, she was like, well, I'm, I'm walking away because I've paid for my things and I have your things too. Mm-hmm. And, she was saying, and then a lady came out, you know, into the, the, um, 
hallway. Well, actually, it's all part of the airport. And she says to me, um, Miss, Miss, um, you have to come back because you didn't pay for everything. And I said, yes, I, I paid for everything. And I showed her, and she says, no, you, what about these things? I said, oh, my daughter gave me this, you know. And then shortly thereafter, while we were talking, you know, she thought that I had, like, taken something. And I'm like, no, I didn't take anything. Everything was in the bag, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, and I'm going to just say that since that time, I got to say that my original impression was, like, really? I mean, people think that because, you know, I mean, it's the same, all of a sudden, that the the adage of what I go through here in in America, you know, like, you can't do, that. everybody is suspect, people are walking behind you. It's like, you know, are you going to help me pay for something mm-hmm. and that was like my original thought but then I said you know as I thought about it as an intelligent person just as a consumer and also being a businesswoman I thought you know what she's just making sure that whatever is going on it's everything is in order mm-hmm. so you know I, I gotta say some of what we feel it's cultural yeah um, cultural we, baggage I guess. Yes, we walk with this and it has to be, a, you know, when you go places, you got to have a, a more. Well, I, I will say this. Iceland has allowed me to have a, an open mind about myself mm-hmm. and, and dealings. But that was like the first thing, my first, like maybe somewhat of a conflict after. Yeah, this wasn't I don't think this was the first trip, though. I think this was some years after we were together. Cause I was already so familiar with duty free at this point. And I was just, and you were like, don't ever do that to me again. <laughs> because I honestly didn't think about it. I was just like, Oh, I paid for it. I'll give it to my mom's fine. Has in her car. And it was a miscommunication for sure. It was, it was really my fault to be honest. But you know, here again, you know, we, we're all like, we want to do, I, I know myself and, and I've always taught you guys to be on your best behavior everywhere you go so that, you know, we're Americans and we have to be ambassadors for our country. And, and <laughs> my sister in your head's like, no, yeah. <laughs> she's amazing. People want her to come back and do all kinds well, of well, Danielle's been on the USA boxing team, so she does know what it's like to be an ambassador for her country. <laughs> Even though she shakes her head, no. And she's excellent <laughs> at it. So, um, but, you know, here again, that that was my, that like I said, but I have, then this is my next experience. Oh, this was the best one, I think. When Mekian and um, Helga came to America and I was, we were waiting for you guys. We have balloons and everything. We we're so excited. Mm-hmm. And when Mekian saw me, she ran to me and gave me the biggest hug. I, I got to tell you, that was something that just, I, I was I was putty. Mm-hmm. I was really, really so touched by that little girl. She's probably and like to, eight or nine years old or something. Yeah, and to this day, she is my heart. I love her so much that she representing herself, representing her Iceland, representing a feeling that, Every person should have, in, in, in terms of as an older person, having a young person give you give you that type of affection and embrace, it, it was it meant everything to me. It really did. And she just had only met me, I think, once before. Mm-hmm. But um, she was, she really made my, she melted my heart. That's the truth. And she still does. She yeah, still, she's, she's lovely. Like, she's a teenager lovely. now, 16, can you believe it? Yeah, I think wow. she's amazing. She's so <laughs> and... Yeah, how about you? In terms of first coming to Iceland all those years ago, were you surprised? 
uh, how people were treating you, like in this family, Mama Helga, of course. I mean, me and Mama Helga like connected almost like immediately. That lady is so amazing. She mm-hmm. is like the best hugs in the world. Like I've never, I didn't, I didn't know her before. We hadn't spoken, I don't believe before. But the first time she gave me a hug, I was like, oh, I don't think I've ever been hugged before. Yeah. <laughs> this is what a hug feels like. I don't think I've it's actually really good. got a good hug yeah. before. She embraced you so tight. And just like, she was yeah. like, you're her child. Come, that's come home. Oh, right. Like, it's like, oh, we don't know each other, but now you're a part of my family. Yeah. And here's the welcome you like it's super nice and his brothers well i only met the one brother first i met uh helgi later on but mm-hmm. one there welcomed us into his home made us a phenomenal i mean it was almost like it, it felt like a homecoming yes we mm-hmm. never been before but it was like welcome to iceland now you're a part of our crew this is how we do things here you know it's like joining a gang without getting jumped in it's like all of this <laughs> <laughs> it was super nice all the people were super sweet and for the first time ever, we were in a place where basically we were surrounded by people who were not, you know, people of color and it didn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't any kind of like trying to smooth over the area kind of jokes, you know, kind of obvious pokes at people, like mm-hmm. things that kind of like make us kind of sit back and be like, oh, we ain't coming back here mm-hmm. ever again. Like if anything else, it was more like, we will come back <laughs> here. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to seeing you. And now, like, great, let us know when you're coming. (laughs) Yeah, and I I think I also have to mention, like, of course, everybody's family can be different because I really don't want it to make it seem like every Icelandic family is exactly like, and that's that's not possible. And I just, I really lucked out marrying into an awesome family. And it's been a huge part of my adjustment, but also just even feeling like Iceland felt right for me and my family to be able to visit was a huge deal, of course, for me to ever consider moving. And I remember even with Gunnar in the car, like after my family had left and thinking about the fact that like, wow, I could actually live here. That's weird. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's so surprising. But I want to get into the nature because we did drive around. And what were your feelings as we were driving around and experiencing Iceland and, and like the many hours we were in the car and like jumping out and, and going to see things. Fascinating. Breathtaking. Awestruck. <laughs> and fearful. Cause we fell <laughs> up near that glacier and I was like, whoa. Yeah, we drove, <laughs> we drove up a, a narrow road <laughs> to go to Cyphus Yoga. Not, there's a lot of space going down. <laughs> my mom, my mom is is also really into driving, and so I feel like when she's not controlling the vehicle, she thinks that everyone else is not going to do as well. And so, Gunnar was driving, and she goes, "I don't know, are we going to fall off the road?" <laughs> she was obviously scared, and she made it very obviously that she was scared. Yeah, scared. But I never really liked nature. At really, because we had like mommy forced us to be Girl Scouts, and that mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, she's like, oh, we're going to Girl Scout camp. It was just another form of work. Like, <laughs> like, like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to hang out here. What is this? It's erosion. I was like, I don't want to be here like this. Yeah, I woke up. There's like a deer in my tent. I'm like, I want to go home. Like, this is nothing like Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. This place I have a corner store. There's raccoons that ate my candy. The toilet's a hole in the ground. Like, that was my idea of nature. So when we got to Iceland, it is 
it's not nature like I understand. Like it's not some forest. It is like a beautiful place. Like uh, like the, even like if you just go for like a little small trip, like you're like, mm-hmm. oh, we're gonna go down the street, go for a walk. This nature walk is incredible. Like the air is fresh. You feel like almost alive, connected with the world. Well, at least Iceland anyway. I mean, it's like it's a a unique experience it's like taking an antidepressant in a mushroom like at this like being in Iceland it's just like wow this is really great I'm seeing the world for the first time I'm like having real perspective like Mm -hmm. this is actually really incredible you're actually like you know for someone like us like just walk by and say hi to a random person it's not natural so we're like you're happy you're like hey how are you (laughs) and you're being friendly oh no (laughs) what's happening (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they speak for yourself, Dan, because I speak to people. <laughs> but um, yeah, Dan Danielle does have that. You know, I guess all the everything has to be aligned properly for her to just like you know step into that zone. Yeah, and Austin has done that for us. That I will say. And to be sure. fair, Danielle's very social. She just well, decides she's social. who she's social. She's social. <laughs> so she's just the opposite antisocial. Quick, I've I've seen you chat. And we've really oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, I'll be talking okay. to this person for like two minutes. It's like half But also later. you also witness the latter. Yes. More often than most. Yeah. You you are quite a conundrum in this way of being like, I don't want to talk to any of you or I want to talk to you for two hours. <laughs> so it's just like, okay, great. <laughs> okay. So you visit Iceland, have a great time. And then some years later, you hear that I am planning to move to the country. So things have escalated to the point where Gunnar and I got married. So before I, even moving, we ended up getting married, having a small ceremony, which mommy did come to. Because it, to be fair, it was very last minute. Like we purposely five didn't. Hmm? It was like five days notice. I'm getting married on this day. <laughs> Because it was not meant to be something where people came to. It was meant to just like do the formal paperwork and just, you know, have this little small thing. And it ended up being in Helga's living room. And we later had a bigger a celebration. Bit. It was great. It was yeah. really sweet. <laughs> but I'm wondering when you heard that I was moving to Iceland, because obviously, I mean, I've been visiting for over the years leading up yeah, to that point. Yeah, um, goodness said that he was going back. Mm-hmm. And uh, once he got his degree, he was going back. He wanted to help his people. I remember that you said that. And I thought to myself, this piece, that's a new problem. <laughs> probably going to move. I don't know what I'm going to do. My little one, she lives next door. I mean, she doesn't live with me anymore. She has her own apartment, but she comes by Every day she comes by, um, Siren, he can't wait. He knows oh, my little baby, my cat. He is waiting at the door. Before she gets into the first door, he smells that she's coming. He's right there talking. Well, okay, all right. That must mean Jules is, Jules is coming. So, you know, that was great. And that whole relationship, you know, you bring over your dishes, put them in the dish. That's one thing I knew for sure. I was like, Jules not moving. <laughs> Who's going to do the dishes? Okay, this is a, this is a hilarious story because okay, I, I'll tell this story real quick, mainly because it's you. You would think I'd be shameful of it, but I have no shame about this. So 
everyone knows who knows me is I don't I don't like doing dishes. I despise it. Do I like using plates and forks? Of course. I'm not going to use single service. I mean, that's horrible for the environment, but also just doesn't taste as good. So (laughs) I my mom, when I was renovating the apartment next door to her, because that's how attached we are. (laughs) And I was like, that's as far as I'm moving, right? It's next door. (laughs) And my sister lived upstairs. So let's not play it as if, you know, we were both that far away. We have have this uh, situation where we all can live under one roof. And (laughs) so I was renovating the place. And my mom says to me, make sure you put in a dishwasher. And I was like, I'll be fine. It's just me, right? So I'll wash my dishes. That well, she knows me very well. I I was not. The things were piling up, and of course, I'm thinking to myself, like, this is ridiculous. Someone needs to do these dishes <laughs> piling up. <laughs> so I legitimately packed up my dishes, <laughs> took them next door to my mom's place, and put them in the dishwasher, and it was great because finally my dishes were getting. Clean. It's the thing that's interesting, right? So I'm coming home from work one night. And I see Jewel leaving her apartment with all these pots and these dishes. I'm like, where are you going? She said, I'm going to mommy's house. I was like, why are you taking dirty dishes to mommy's house? She goes, to put them in a the dishwasher. Duh. I will do other things, but just dishwash. I don't know why. Just a mental block. I just really don't like it. So that is, uh, I have, we have a dishwasher now. His name is Goodnut. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 We actually have a machine, but for some time, because Gunnar knew this about me, he would only wash them by hand and he would be like, I love washing dishes. And I'm like, great, because I love cooking and dirtying dishes. So we are matching. (laughs) But at some point someone told him because we had a dishwasher this whole time, we weren't using it for months that uh, if you don't use a dishwasher, like run it, it actually is not good for it. So we we use it more often now just for the sake of making sure the machinery works properly, <laughs> which is funny. But he still very much likes to wash dishes. So that's can't believe that. been a plus, a big plus for in our lives, for sure. I, I mean, for us, uh, my your, your dad always said, you know, a dishwasher is standard kitchen equipment. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I believe that now. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's just one of the pieces that must be in our kitchen. Yeah. Period. But, At least um, people have a, a, a random fact about me that probably makes me seem like a spoiled brat, but I don't care. What you are spoiled. I mean, look, mommy. It all, it all works. I was a stay-at-home mom. That's, that was well, my life. Mommy did Jules' dishes, but I used to bring down my laundry. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I there you go. And I, I like doing my laundry, so that part wasn't, you know. And you would come know. over and you'd do your laundry, we hang out. Yeah, because uh, you had a laundry. I mean, I didn't have a laundry, uh, like a washing machine or a dryer, so. So I was just like, just come on. like, just leave it. I'm yeah, like, I'll cool. do it. Yeah. See, for me, I want to do my own because I don't like like certain scents and everything on my clothes. So, yeah. But, okay. Back to Iceland. <laughs> We're going into like really random things. So when I was moving, feelings. What came up? What emotions? What were you thinking? I was scared. I, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I was really scared. I, just because it's you're not at home anymore. So I always would leave home. But in my anticipation was like the people that I left there would be there when I get back. Right. So, and mommy always, you know, she, you know, not since daddy passed away, we all lived together, like in the house. So I moved to Houston, but I felt very comfortable because Jules is still living in Brooklyn with mommy. 
So when you sent the text, because of course my sister sent the text. <laughs> you can be some, sometimes hard to get in touch with though. You wouldn't always answer the phone. I never answer my phone. It's yeah, so tough. never would be. <laughs> kind of hard to reach out to phone call wise. True. So anyway, uh, I was just scared. I was, and the thing about it, I, I realized, of course, since I, you know, you've kind of already eased us into the fact that you were, this was a possibility. Mm-hmm. I realized that it was just more that I had like a little, I guess, empty nest. Like my sister's not going to be home when I get home. Yeah. Like that was more the fear than like, you know, something happening to you. Because I knew people there love you. So like something happening to you would be devastating to all of the parties. Like right. it's like, where no one gets you and no one loves you. That's not the that's not what we're running into. The thing is you just selfishly I'm like, Jules not gonna be home when I get home. <laughs> well okay. gee, when you thought you had a problem, I was like you left and now Jules is gone and, and Jules is my buddy. This is my age this is my neighbor right here. Yeah, exactly. Which mommy would come over because she had a key, not knock. <laughs> open the door and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, mommy, I'm taking a nap. <laughs> it was well, I think it was reciprocal because you could always come yeah, exactly. I, mean, I definitely did the same thing. <laughs> but I live in a studio and you have like a four bedroom apartment. So it's like, I have to be like, you know, I'm coming. Like literally as soon as you walk in my place, you're practically in the bedroom. <laughs> so... <laughs> That, you know, you're coming, you're coming to me is like coming home. So I expect that. It's no mm-hmm. problem. But I, I got to say that when you, when, you, when you were talking about the leaving and you actually left, I was devastated. I really was. I, I was just the presence of non-present children. My my two best buddies in the world gone. It, it, it just somewhere else. But the good news was that I could call you. The mm-hmm. good news is I could visit. Mm-hmm. And that that was amazing. That was okay. It took. It still was very difficult because you know we usually meet each other on Sunday. You come by. You know I come home after church. I fix dinner. We sit down. We chit chat. You know sometimes we watch football. Sometimes we didn't. But we were all. You know, we some Dan would come by and like, hey, she might not stay long, but she'd check in and mm-hmm. or stay for dinner and stuff like that. You would always be there. And you were like my, if there was such a thing as, you know, my permanent resident, you know, mm-hmm. partner, it was you, Jules. And when you left, I was like, wow, this is, um, this is, this is, this is a, a new feeling. Mm-hmm. This is an empty feeling. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really felt, um, cry, mommy. I felt, you know, alone. I really felt alone for a long time. So, you know, then I began to like get myself busy with the building, the business and church work and whatever else I could, you know, went back to school. I was in school too. I took classes and all of that was really kind of kept my mind busy. But I got to tell you, the nighttime was the worst time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The nighttime was the worst time. But now I don't even have to worry about that because I got a ticket to come down here and hang mm-hmm. out with the dude with Miss Danny Banny. Mm-hmm. I love and the cats and dogs. <laughs> 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 and when I get and when they get tired of me, I give me a ticket to come to Iceland. So mm-hmm. you know I'm good. I'm in a much better place mentally and physically. Yeah. And you also learn to use other apps like WhatsApp. And we FaceTime. And, you know, I think that was one of the technology has really been so helpful. Yes. These platforms 
bring us closer together and also, you know, our Sunday meetings. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to it. I yeah. look forward so to this is something like we, the three of us, just for people who don't know, we meet on Sundays to talk about like family stuff and like even some family business and things. So that has just become a ritual as of recently. And I think it was Danielle's and idea. I think you said it's been almost a year or a year. Mm-hmm. And I think it was Danielle's idea to like start these meetings, which is really great. And I think it's really helped to bring us all on the same page in terms of our lives and just a great time to catch up. And I really value that time because before it felt like we were always doing it individually or trying to, and it didn't always work out. And it was like, now that it's a set time, it's like, this is what we do. We, you know, have our chats and stuff. So I'm really happy for that. And and I mean, no matter what other things in life, we try to make sure that we're dedicated to this time. Mm -hmm. Like other folks have to just understand when we have, I have a meeting, not going to be long, but this is our meeting. I meet with my girls and that's it. Mm -hmm. No. Um, and, and I, I, I respect that. And I thank you girls too, for respecting that. Thank you. And I just, you know, I don't, I don't have that many more questions, but in terms of all things Iceland, because this was, it went from being like, I moved to Iceland in 2016, was working here. And then all of a sudden I decided to start a podcast. <laughs> um, and I, I say all of a sudden, but really it's like, in my own way, was a way of sharing with family and friends what was going on because I was getting a lot of questions and, you know, you had already come to Iceland, but there's so much of it that people didn't know about or hadn't seen yet. And there's still so much that the two of you haven't seen just because of limited time. And hopefully on future visits, you can be able to experience more. So I'm just wondering over the years, like, how have you felt about all things Iceland, like maybe being on YouTube and things like that? I, I tell you, you're a rock star girl. <laughs> I, I had the opportunity to also be a part of, of that. You know, you as an Icelander influencer has been like, I mean, this girl, people are telling me, you know, your daughter is famous over here. And I'm, I am witnessing that now. <laughs> Did I think that, you know, at the time when you started it, that it was going to be, this was going to be the outcome? Absolutely not. But what I loved about it, Jules, is you were allowing yourself to really live, to explore the inner you, your curiosity, because you have been a curious little soul ever since you arrived on this planet. You were just looking around. You weren't even five seconds old and you got uh, flipped over on your hands and knees looking at your mama. So mm-hmm. it's like, this is one curious child. Mm-hmm. And you have been that way. And you are being your real self. And Iceland has allowed these wings of yours to spread out. And I'm thinking, look at this little lady. She is growing into her own. And it, it, you know, on the um, podcast itself, I was just looking at the menu of items that you had to fill in and accept and explore. I was like, this is, oh, this is a dictionary by itself. <laughs> so many parts to it. And that was just the podcast. Now you have a YouTube session. I said, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, Miss Jules, Jules, and then Jules, you know, um, I'm going to just have to shout this out to you. You speak, I think. I mean, excuse me. Everybody around here is like, she does what? She speaks what? Yeah, she speaks Icelandic. Excuse me. I'm proud of you. I always say it's a work in progress because I don't want to be. Listen, you work with me. 
Miss Miss uh, Miss Miss Jules, you are mm-hmm. worth it, and I'm I'm happy that you're allowing yourself to grow. And Gunna has supported all of the various out outings. I mean, you go, you collaborate with people. These interviews that you've had, oh my goodness, so inspiring. And and the amount of just the activities that you've got yourself involved with have been. You know, I never, I don't think you ever thought this would be the outcome. I didn't realize it would get to this point, but life, you never know where it's going to take you for sure. So how about you, Danielle? How has this been for you? I mean, when you told me that you were going to start creating some content, I was like, Jules is going to become successful. (laughs) And this is going to be a thing where she's going to become more famous than me. Get prepared to start carrying her bags around and her GoPro because as a family, it's just the way it's going to be. They're going to be like, oh, you're Danielle, Jules' sister from all things Iceland. I'm like, yes. Danielle says this and like mentioned before, she's a world, like an elite athlete. Uh, He's been everywhere and has lived in different countries and stuff. So... In her own right, she is famous within her realm, for sure. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I I joke, but, like, I'm 100% proud of the content that you put together, the uh, insight that you bring as a person from the United States who's moved to Iceland, who kind of has a different worldview than the people who, who normally live there. You're also viewing it from, like, your own past experiences, the current experience you have, like, you don't bring any anxiety to your show. It's not messy. Like, I'm glad it's like not some Icelandic gossip channel or something yeah. like that. Like, I, I appreciate that you're actually bringing like world content that essentially could be like, you know, really make our family proud. I mean, yeah. everyone, anyone that I recommend, they're like so impressed by just the content, but also like your, your ability to really kind of express what is going on in that country in a way that Americans can grasp it, but also want to kind of adapt it a little. Bit. Yes, that is, that is excellent. That's an excellent Thank analogy. Yeah. That's why yes. I got my master's, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Coming up, Dale will have her podcast. <laughs> my show is going to be not as clean. <laughs> no, yeah, Dale's definitely a lot more into um, uh, adult language, if you will. Right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But yeah, it's, thank you. I really appreciate that. And it's always just the support of our family. Like, likewise, I'm so proud of the both of you. And I just love that we have this network among us of like love, support, understanding, and, you know, also sharing because we want people to know how proud we are of each other. So it's, that also makes it easier because even though I'm not near you, I still know the love is strong and the bond is there so we can connect in those days and then when we see each other it's just like we never left because we've been keeping up and you know allowing ourselves to grow and celebrating that evolution Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm gonna wrap this up though because i mean i could talk to you about everything and there probably will be you know another continuation of this conversation in the future maybe we'll all do another video because i'm doing i did a video already with mommy when she was here in iceland but daniel's planning to come hopefully in December. So there'll be, yeah, so there'll be (laughs) more opportunities for sure for capturing, you know, video or audio then, but I at least wanted to 
have this because I've definitely gotten this question about what my family feels. So I really appreciate the both of you taking the time out of your days to talk with me and to share also with the All Things Ison audience what your feelings are. And as Black women, you know, I think this also just adds another layer for many people who are uh, relate to that, who are also Black or people of color, who were just curious, you know, about some of the experiences you had or even the worries that you had and how that's changed. Um, thank you for providing. Well, I also think that it's important to just share, you know, successful families. You know, they, we all have a story. There's a background. We didn't just, you know, pop up and we're all just enjoying the fruits of somebody else's labor. This is your story. Mm -hmm. This is your background. And, you know, the last thing I think I want to say is I want to give real good shout out to your dad. Mm -hmm. You know, you're so proud of the work that you, you young ladies have done. Um, even in his resting, I can rest assured that he is feeling real comfortable because he's he wanted the best for you, you ladies, ever since you came on the planet. He just loved the two of you. So for that, and I want to say thank you. Thank you for keeping that Chambers name a proud name and a proud outcome. So I'm going to stand by and see what else is coming up. Yeah. Oh, one last question, actually. And this is just a yes or no. Would you ever consider moving to Iceland? Yes. Oh, look at that. Unanimous. <laughs> that was pretty easy. Probably doesn't help with like, I don't know, stuff happening in the U.S. and COVID and everything. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's like, a big deal. Yeah, like, I mean, like for, for staying in the U.S., it's like, that's like, yeah, why would I? When uh, initially when you started moving, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to move to Italy. <laughs> you know, it's time. You know, really for me, it's honestly the food, and 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 I love a two-hour lunch break. I love the idea. <laughs> of that. So even if I'm not doing anything, just kind of being around food for two hours is, you know, something I'm totally into. And plus, I don't see a problem with having wine all day long. <laughs> Well, that only happened when she does off these special diets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they all very particular about her physique and training. So I don't think they have wine at the gym. I hope not. <laughs> most of most them wouldn't be very effective. Okay. So thank you again so much. Of course, look forward to seeing the both of you very soon in the coming months. Yes. I love you best. both so much. And we're preparing for it. Yeah, and thanks again, and talk to you later. Love you. We love you.